Sidekicks and hench folk out there in the Geek Nation. You're currently tuning into the Cold Pop Pot. Not so secret invasion. Thank you. Episode 33. A show where we where we talk about movies, TVs, comics, scrolls, and your mama. All and your your one of your mamas. Yeah, we won't. And all the other things that scratch your nerdy itch. We're coming to you live from the. Uh, video Content Factory, a bomb-ass production space in Philadelphia, PA. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I'm your scrolly host, Johnny Destructo, he being of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at... Uh, f- that's 4327 Main Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a super rad comic shop, which right. caters nerdy and nerd-adjacent individuals of all shapes, sizes, and um, scents. Uh, yes, you are you are allowed or rejected entry based off of odor. You stank. Yeah. If you Wait. don't have one, get out. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah if true. there's no smell, yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm like Daredevil. I won't even know you're there. No smell, no service. Right. <laughs> also, Shoes optional. With, with me this week is <laughs> Noel. Hey. And Brian Lee. That's goddamn right. Thank you. <laughs> also in the booth is our trusty producer, Dylan. Shut up, Dylan. Before we get into tonight's discussion, we'd like to thank you all for being here and commenting and liking and subscribing and hitting the bell icon so that you know that we're going live and doing all that nasty, dirty stuff like Robert Monroe Jr. is doing up here in the chat. He says, hey, Colts Poppers just watched Secret Invasion Episode 2. Wow. Wow. Nice. We'll talk about it later, but agree. Yeah, I, d- I definitely agree. Let's go. Um, email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. So uh, we don't have any emails this week. I thought for sure someone would respond to our question of last week being, what sequel is better than the original? But F you guys, I don't even care. It think- doesn't even hurt my feelings a little bit. It's fine. I, oh, that's great. Well, we did get mild correspondence from one of our uh, co-hosts that's not here tonight. Oh, Randy. We did. But I think also Robert Monroe Jr. mentioned something last week. Well, he's going he to have to mention it again. In, but mention if you want to say it again. We didn't uh, do the... Yeah, I didn't take a screenshot yeah. of that. What did Randy say? Randy had mentioned... Oh, so there's two questions here. Um, what is his... What does he think is his, uh, the genre sequel that's better than the original? Yep. And what sequel does he desperately would want to see? So we can guess that. That's Man of Steel. It's Man of Steel too. That's not a guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, 100% fact. Yeah. 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 Um, But his favorite sequel that was better than the original was uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier. It's a good sequel. Do you concur, Doctor? I do think it's better than the first one. Yeah. Professor? I also concur. I also concur. Oh my God. He's, that's three. That's three votes. Three concurrences. Stay on the island. (laughs) Yeah. He stays on the island. The Winter Soldier stays on the island. The Winter Soldier stays on the island. Randy's out. Yeah. Uh, so, Noel, do you want to kick us off with your favorite sequel, which is better than the one before it? Kick us off of the island. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite sequel that's better than the original is, not only do I think it's better than the original, I think that it's 
one of the best movies of the last 10 years, if not the last. God help me if you say fast anything. No, it's Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, wonderful. It's legitimately one of the best movies that has happened in the the 2000s. It is very fast and furious, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's both Mm. of those. Mad Max Mm. Fury Road, if you've never seen it, it is a movie that is just, it's transcendental in its everything. And like, it's Mm. layers. Have you never seen it? Yeah, it's a oh, it's I want a to feminist see both of them. movie. That's it's what I've heard. a Theron. hardcore Where action movie. It's on. it's yeah. technically hmm. perfect. I'm into that. Yeah, it's, they they filmed 300 hours worth of like footage. Yeah. and then edited it down to an almost near perfect. No, just a perfect a perfect two hour movie. I will mm. warn you, it is a it's a chase movie. Thank you for warning me about it's the that. Whole, the whole thing's a chase movie. We've discussed what? chase movies many times. Yeah. And I, you know that while I like them, I like to know that it's a chase yeah. movie Whoa. going into it. Yeah. Right? And I really, I it's, feel it's like you've bit. heard that. Yes. Yeah. This okay. never happens. This is a bit. JD and I Look, may have I, discussed chase movies, but I don't recall. I, 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 every once in a while, there's a, there's a information that gets offloaded from my brain. Oh, sure, oh, yeah. Sure. oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, I didn't know if this was one of those things where, like, did I forget that no, he's got a weird thing about chase, chase movies? movies. <laughs> that yeah. always reminds yeah. me of the of Simpsons bit. Speaking of bits, the Simpsons bit where uh, Marge and Homer are having a conversation, and Marge says something like, "Um, oh, what is? It? I think Homer says something like, oh, you know, every time I learn something new, I forget something old. And remember that? T- remember that time I took that home winemaking course and forgot how to drive? Homer, you were drunk. And how? Um, I'll never not love that bit. That's an excellent bit. Hey. Yeah. Brian. What's happening with you? <laughs> you know what's happening with you, buddy? Hey, in regards to what sequel I think would be the best, or I mean, if what? you want to pin it down, sure. What, wait, what is the best sequel? The best sequel. First. What's the best sequel? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, Dude, go ahead. Whew. This is what I think. Uh, I'm going to go with Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. Hmm. But it was a re- so I had Wrath of Khan, Voyage Home, Spider Man Two, X Men Two, Superman Two. Oh, all good ones. Those are the five that I'm like. What's the best? And at another moment, I might just pick another one of those. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so those are my five. But if we, you know, Voyage Home. But I haven't seen it in like. 25 I don't to even know years. which one the voyage home is. That's the one is. with the whales. The, the, with whales. the whales. I whales. saw that in the theater. We just saw Wrath of Khan and it was great. So I almost went with that because <laughs> yeah. I've seen it much more recently and liked it again. Um but yeah, they oh, it was a great movie. It was fun. It had a message. I don't remember it that well. Something about eat, eat the whales. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah. it was. Uh, whaling is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whaling is fun. Whale they harder. Bring, <laughs> they had to have whale ins whales in the future exactly. because they couldn't whale anymore. Star Trek yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah. Star Trek Four. Whale harder. We need to save these whales so <laughs> that we can whale them. them later. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a weird departure from most of Star Trek's message. Mm. <laughs> oh. Hey JD, what's mine? I'll tell you. Um, I forgot. Oh, because my- Spider-Man Two was up mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of X Two, but goddamn, that's a good, good movie. Good sequel. Great so sequel. good. Um, my the one I'm going to go with oh. is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Great movie. Because I I was yeah. it's for some reason that's just the one that really stuck with me. Maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's the fact that it's the first indie. No, I don't think that was the first indie I saw in the theater. But it was the newest mm. one for a long time for us. That's so that's good. True. That's true. It's it's just the the humor is top notch. Uh, everything about the action and the relationship between Indy and his dad and oh, it's just such a great great sequel. Uh, it is a great sequel, and I would 
I would not say that X2 is the best. First Class is the best X-Men movie. Ah, he might be right. The best X-Men movie. Ooh. Oh, well, does Logan count as an X-Men movie? Or is that, he's an X-Man. True. No, I don't think it counts. It's like yeah, the team I think movies. that's a Logan team movie. movie? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a tough call though. First Class and uh, I think First X2. Class is better than X2. Mm. First Class, mm. because of the time period too, it's a little bit, it ages better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't involving Brian Singer. Yeah. Or no, it was. No. no, wait, no, it wasn't? No. Matt, somebody or other. Matthew Vaughn. Vaughn, yeah. Oh, Matthew Vaughn. Oh, Robin Monroe Jr. is in the chat saying, I want to see a Galaxy Quest sequel. Oh, is yes. any movie deserved one? Dot, dot, dot. Which movie? <laughs> yeah. <it's> I mean, <laughs> you left the Unrelated sentence unfinished. Yeah. Uh, um, have you guys seen Galaxy Quest? You, oh, it's such a good movie. So good. Yeah. I had no interest in that movie. And then I, hammer. Because I, I don't care about Star Trek. Star Trek. Right, right. But boy, is that a fun movie. It's so good. Oh, it's great. Really, I, I've... I, I giggle fits watching that movie. It's so fun. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it in years, but I put it on our list Ma to watch. I, I, please, let's not litigate this, uh, Robert Renner Jr. Dude, How did that one mutant die in first class if he was supposed to be able to adapt anything? It's, it, it's, it, it makes no sense narratively, I understand, but it was only to articulate the strength of Sebastian Shaw. Sorry. I'll tell you what, it happened, it, in the, it happened in the comics too, yeah. and then it was later revealed that it just took, I think, a really long time Darwin. for his adaptability. Yeah. Oh, see? Right. I like that. So maybe that's what's going it on. It happened. Oh. Um, yeah. um, Robin Monroe, Deadly Let's Genesis, when he was introduced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was gone for so yeah, long, yeah. but it was really, he was just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Took him a while to re. Yeah, so he's, he was one of the best. Cannon, he's not really dead. Yeah. Yeah, he's just go. rebuilding very slowly. I'll tell you what, Darwin, one of the best late X Men creations. You know, have, there's certainly a lot, but he was after even the first wave of new X Men. Um, and I just always thought it was really cool. It was a cool character. Ed Brubaker. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. No, I thought it was. Um, Peter David, they created him. Uh, Ed Brubaker wrote oh, yeah. um, hmm. Deadly Genesis. I, that was the first okay. time I ever read him. I thought that I thought that that's where that was. Somebody want oh, to double check? It was a long us? time ago. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll double check. Now, hold. Okay, so Brian, while yeah. he's doing homework, what's going on? Uh, the second part of the question was, yeah, what deserves a sequel that doesn't have one? Oh, what deserves a sequel that doesn't have? While one? While I encroach on your personal I didn't box, give any space to this. <laughs> oh, it's getting gross. Okay. Is it? Oh, well. Yeah. I, you know, All right. nice. Yeah, thank you. Sometimes things, it just takes a little while to get over the <laughs> social yeah. kind of negativity about it. Ed Brubaker <laughs> and P. Woods. Okay, cool. Uh, <clears throat> go on. Um, Do you have an answer? Because I don't. No. What? I mean, what movie would be good that didn't, didn't have a have sequel? One. Everything's got a goddamn sequel. Um, I have an answer to this question. Oh, hi, Eddie Madison. Hey, Eddie. He's saying howdy, y'all. Mm. It's colloquially correct. Teen Wolf 2 never got a sequel. So Teen Wolf 3? Yeah. Or Teen Wolf 2 Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just to be clear, Teen Wolf 2 right. is T-O-O. Oh, yeah, 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 Teen yeah Wolf exactly. as well. Yeah, yeah. Teen that's Wolf. what I want the, the third also. one to be called. Yeah, yeah. Teen Wolf as well. <laughs> oh, I would go with also. Yeah. Teen Wolf also. Teen also yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. and then you could write one Teen of the Wolf letters S. inappropriately as a three. Like the oh, S. Oh, yeah. Just make it A3LO. People would get it. Yeah. Do a backwards three. They would do Disguise. it. Oh, so, do you have, do you have an, does anyone have a real answer? I have a real answer. No. Oh. It's on your fucking shirt. Oh, shit. What is it? Darkman. Darkman. Darkman oh. um, is, is one of like the, uh, it's the best. Darkman is just straight up the best. So if anyone's not seen it, it is a horror film that is a pastiche of pulp comics from the late 70s. 
horror comics from the late seventies, like mm. with the shadow. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a uh, it's fantastic, and they should make a sequel with Liam Neeson current day. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that there's two other Darkmans, right? Yeah, they're direct to video. Because they had direct they had direct to video sequels. I'm talking about an actual theatrical big budget sequel to Darkman. I don't think hmm. that's cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm they cheating were literally much. backdoor pilots to a TV show, and then they were just repurposed. Did they as, do it? Did they yeah. tell the story? Did they continue the story? Yeah, was, yeah, but like Durant die, Durant die, or die, Dark Man die. Those were they were all TV like made for TV movies for a TV show. <laughs> hmm. None of the same cast or writers. Okay. Wait, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Larry Drake was in one of them. I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah. Durant. Yeah. Do you have an actual? I've been trying to think of like what, you know, I don't know. Uh, huh. Yeah, what do you got? You shut up. What's happening? Dread. Oh, all right. Dread, Dread 3D. Yeah, okay. Dread. Uh, Robocop 3, amazing. Oh, Chris yeah. Dunn. Uh, Chris Dunn <laughs> says, you're all forgetting the classic sequels like A Medea Halloween 2. That's oh, Medea. Medea, sorry. Boo. Ro- Robocop 3. Medea Halloween 2. <laughs> Thank you. Robocop 3 and Wonder Woman 84. Ooh, too soon. Uh, it was too soon as soon as it ended. Um... Eddie, uh, I have. Oh, have you seen Little Mermaid two: Return to the Sea? Uh, no, but I have seen Lion King two: Simba's Pride. I haven't seen any of those. <laughs> um, mm. so wait, I'm sorry, I interrupted your answer, which was going to be amazing. What was it? It, it was so good. I no wait. idea what movie. I feel like. I mean, Men of Steel. I would love to see a sequel to. But there's I, so I, many I, movies that you haven't even seen the first of. Yeah, it's hard for you to pick the a Shadow? second. I have also Rocketeer. I did think about the shadow, and I think that might be. I was really trying to think of like what would be a really interesting story to see what happens later, whereas the shadow wouldn't necessarily be that. I just want to see another way cooler. Although I love the first one, shadow movie. I, um, I would go with way cooler. Yeah, even though, yeah, yeah. He, way cooler is fine. Yeah, so I want to see another one of those, but that's just because I want another shadow movie, not like oh, how the is that premise, not enough? I guess sorry, it is. That, that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. I was trying to think of one like that deserves it, needs like, it. That no, the no, world no. Deserves Leonard, you. Leonard Part okay. Seven. Yeah, I haven't seen Part Six, but <laughs> I, would, uh, I would be okay with one through five. <laughs> no, I think more like one that the ending of the movie sets up such an interesting premise and world that I want to see more of that story. Which isn't the case with the Shadow. I just want to see another Shadow movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm trying to think of a lot of like. Do I want to see another Dark City or, Ooh. you know, Annihilation or, I mean, um, so, yeah. Uh, Dark City was such I have a what may or may not be a hot well, take. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Twelve Monkeys, maybe. I wouldn't know? mind. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a sequel to a Solo. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'd be down with that. I, I think that the first Solo is uh, a pretty pretty fun heist Star the, Wars film. The only Solo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Soloist Solo. Um, and so, you know, it seemed like it was set up for a sequel. And all the cool stuff that they've done with Kira in the comic books since then, I've really grown to appreciate her as a character. So I wouldn't mind seeing um, from Secret Invasion, mm, Amelia, Amelia Clark. Clark, back on the screen in a Star Wars fashion. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Did you just kind of skip? Yeah, you, I just more said what I would want out of a sequel. Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything that... That's fine. You don't You know, to. if I think of one, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, just text us later. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to talk about two main topics today. It's the same. Same. Beep, boop, pop. Gen- gingerly touching their tips. Uh, Secret Invasion, the Marvel comic book series. Forcefully touching their tips. From 2008. Not too forcefully. Smashing their tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could break um, something that way. 
And then we're going to talk about the first two episodes of Secret Invasion, the television show, based on the, the comic book, sort of, not Kind of. Really. The name is based on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The general conceit. Yeah, loosely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the um, idea of so, uh, Secret uh, Invasion. Should, what do we want to talk about first? You, uh, it's did, comic. Uh, we want to talk about the comic first? I, it's, it's dealer's choice. Talk about the comic first or the show first? Comic. Here it comes. Okay. All right. So, uh, Secret Invasion came out in 2008. It was eight issues. It was written by Brian Michael Bendis at the heyday, the salad days of the Bendis era. Yeah, it was. Uh, with art by Lionel. Lionel. Francis Yu. I always mess up his first name, so I always look to him. While in the grips of paranoia, Earth's mightiest heroes have to band together to fight off an armada of scroll ships carrying. An army of supercharged alien warriors. Hmm. Traitors what? are exposed. Hmm. Lives are lost. As the shape-shifting zealots lay claim to the planet, and only by compromising their ideals hmm. do the heroes stand a chance. That didn't happen. Did they compromise their ideals? No. Sure. I don't recall them doing that. I think their ideals were like, hey, let's let's beat the scrolls. We should beat the scrolls because they're trying to take over the earth. Yeah. Also, the scrolls are not traitors. They're just hiding. They had to, as other no, 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 no. Yeah. Traitors are exposed. Yeah. So that was, there are there are people in yeah. the Avengers and the surrounding uh -huh. uh, characters yeah. who are exposed as scroll infiltrators. Yeah, they're infiltrators. They're traitors. not traitors. They're, they're infiltrators. That's true. I mean, to, yeah. Wait, to the Avengers, they are traitors, and because they were given trust, they pretended you know, to be someone else. They betrayed their trust. They're traitors. I guess they took somebody else's trust. They're not traitors to the human cause. They're traitors to no. the Avengers, and they're pro scroll yeah. cause. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, but that second thing didn't happen. No, yeah, compromising their ideals. ideals. Yeah, there was a shit ton of mistrust and uh, weird decisions, and then the way that the comic ends. Mm. I mean, who's now in charge of the Marvel universe? Oh, that part's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's yeah. compromised ideals. I think. So we're mm. gonna talk about mm. our initial reactions. I think. Did you read it as it was coming out? Yes, I did. Great, we all did. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, I did. Uh, so we're going to talk about sort of like where we were at the time and how we felt about it at the time, and then we'll, we're old as we reread it this past week. Mm -hmm. Truth uh, for you, for you guys. So, um, Noel, how did you feel about? Was this this was about the time that you came back to comics, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. This was my this was my um my my uh foray back in. It was a uh, post college or maybe towards the end of college. Uh. And at my nine to five, next door was a new comic shop, and it was around the same time as Avengers Disassembled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just fell right in and started picking up like old title or picking up titles currently where they were, like you're allowed to do and you're supposed to do in comic books. I just want everyone to know you don't have to start at the beginning. That's kind just of jump in. That's kind of the point. Like yeah. you can't can jump it with some of these, right? But we're gonna read 1938 can. to now. Oh, oh right, like, you can't. Yeah. yeah. At, wait, what? He's saying you can't start from the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I'm agreeing. Because so, some of them, have, you, you can't jump. You can't jump in oh. the beginning of action comics. Right. No, I'm He's agreeing, agreeing with, with you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's inf it's unfeasible. You just pick it up. But yeah. uh, but uh, that it, bro. that, that yeah. uh that continues under modern comics. A lot of people are like, well, it's issue twenty eight. I can't oh. unless I spend no. yes, you can. two, yeah. two months reading the rest. I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. You should be able to just access any point if you like it. You can go back yeah. and forward at the same time. But either way, I jumped in with uh, fucking. I think the first issue of Avengers I ever read was four ninety seven or something like that. Hmm. Because it was the beginning of Disassembled, I was like, oh, "Yeah, was sure." Uh, I like. I've been. I was picking up like the trade paperbacks of uh, Ultimate Spider-Man mm. at Barnes and Noble because mm. that was the only like options I had. And yeah. then it was yeah. like I followed the name, carried here, and that began my favorite era of Avengers. 
just yeah. my favorite era of same. comic books. Same. Like, we were, this morning on Fresh Floppies, before we recorded Fresh Floppies, our other podcast, um, we were lamenting, like, man, that what a great time for Marvel Comics, that Brian Michael Bendis era. You know, I feel like, BMB gets uh, a lot of a lot of hot shit these days from the internet, <laughs> and to me that was like a golden era of Marvel. I loved all the stuff that was coming out then. Yeah, it was. Um, I at the time a lot of people were complaining for the same reasons that people complain about today. That it was a giant shift from what had been previously, but without it wasn't a betrayal of the way that the Avengers were were characterized or or portrayed. It was just a shift. And then he split it into two books and then they like, it was, it was a, it literally, that's my favorite era of comic books. And I was like, I was a poor ass college student and I was purchasing the hardcovers to just continuously reread. And that's like, if I had, if my entire house burned down, well, (laughs) if I had to give away my entire collection, let's not go with like, because your house was on fire. Let's not go with the fatalist. (laughs) If you take these, save the the cats, no, but these books, (laughs) um, the, Hardcover collection I have of Avengers, New Avengers one through seven, Civil War, Secret Invasion, Mighty Avengers one and two. Like this whole era from Disassembled all the way through Siege, yeah, I would Great. keep forever yeah. because it, it was yeah. just it was like yeah, the most yeah. good. Rub. It was the most organic that comics have been in a long time and mm. since. Like because there was even though there was tons and tons of collaborators, there really was like maybe three main people that were mm. running the whole kind of. Ship. overarching ship and it was like Brian Bendis and I mean I already forgot the other but Brubaker? Oh uh, yeah it was like Brubaker and Miller was, was in Fraction and out involved, and Fraction yeah. was in yeah. and out. Mark yeah. Miller yeah yeah you're right so like there was a, a handful of um, very talented white dudes that were just like kind of telling every Marvel story yeah. and it it was a cohesion that was really really great and this event worked so incredibly well for me as I was reading in issues because it was like Four years worth of stories culminating, mm. building up to this. Like I forgot a bunch. Uh, reading this, rereading this now, I actually forgot about a bunch of like small story points that were like, oh yeah, like this morning I was telling you about like the very first issue of New Avengers kicks off Secret Invasion. Yeah, the issue number one of New Avengers kicks off. Secret, so the the first scene is Electro being told. Uh, or like being hired to go break everyone out of the raft, which starts New mm. Avengers. It's revealed in a Avengers in a New Avengers issue or a Mighty Avengers issue that that was Jarvis Skrull and that he's in the room with that hire him oh. to break out everyone. Oh, I forgot that. I forgot point. that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so That's many, cool. so many wonderful little things mm. like uh, the scene in this book where um, you know Hank gives uh, Janet the new suit or the new formula. Mm-hmm. That was. Aside, an aside in an issue of Mighty Avengers mm-hmm. months before. Like, there's so many little, like, things that they picked up and kicked off over the course of, like, four years. That's a particularly cool aside, too, because it's the kind of thing that happens in comics and that a lot of people like to see in comics where yeah. it's like, oh, now she's got growing powers. Yeah, and yeah, she's a not just shrinking. Yeah. Right. There's, yeah. there's so many... I just, I just don't know if this is possible to pull off today. Right. Mm. Because the nature of the industry and just like of publishing, it's people don't stay on runs that long or have that much mm. autonomy with mm. the entire line of books, let alone just like their one book. Yeah, Brian Michael Bennis, I think, was, he, I don't know who he was uh, engaging with, but like he had the, f- the full run of the Marvel Universe. I mean, him and I, I just Casada gave him trust, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, he was, he was kind of running the place for a while and it became one of my 
favorite eras. I I agree with all of that. Uh, my problem with Secret Invasion, I think, was self-imposed because, <laughs> I, you know, all of the hype for Secret Invasion was like, oh my God, who's a scroll? All of the possibilities of all the things that could be changed or hmm. flipped back or whatever because... Uh, this person never did that kind right, of thing. Yeah. You know, there's been there's this whole hoopla back in the day about not wanting Mary Jane and Peter Parker to be married. Mm. Um, also, they had a kid floating around that we were supposed to forget about. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, oh, a lot of people were talking about like, whoa, this could be... Um, you know, Peter Parker was a scroll, and mm-hmm. you know he's not actually married, and all that other stuff. So I, I had my sights on bigger reveals, mm. and when I didn't get any of those, I mm. was like, "Oh, okay, it's Jarvis. Okay, oh, it's Mockingbird's alive again. I've never read a Mockingbird in my life. I don't really right. have any emotional connection to that." And um, even Hank Pym, who I yeah. thought they were undoing the like no. wife hitting thing. Yeah, yeah. Like no, he did that. Yeah, he, no, he still did that. Which I'm glad they didn't undo that. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that was an accident apparently. Yeah, it was a draw. It was the artist. Right. Yeah, sort of it, the art. So Hank Pym out there, anyone doesn't know the um, Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, was Ant-Man and Giant Man at the yeah. time. Wasp. Yeah. And was married mm. to the Wasp and or at least dating the Wasp. Yellow Jacket. And, yep. True. His, he oh, like he was Yellow Jacket at the time. Scientist Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so he really was su- he was supposed to be shrugging her off, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that. And the artist took that note from the writer and made it look like he was like hitting her. Yeah. Yeah. Like smacking like, her way wasp too, form around. Yeah, the way room. way too aggressively. Yeah. And so now he's a wife beater forever. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting even, side even story. Reed did the same thing to Sue. Reed hit Sue. Uh, Peter did the same thing to Mary Jane while yeah. she was prego. When did these things happen? In well, comics. I mean, that one is when that happened. But when did the yeah. when did the Reed uh, Richards thing there's, happen? There's been a, I, I mean, I can't tell you the issue number, but there you was a bunch me. of like uh, seven. Seven. You can okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there was uh that he just like abuse he's incredibly abusively yeah. talks to her and like yeah. t- calls her an ass or an idiot but so no uncertain oh, yeah. terms and then just like shoves her away. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's I'm like sorry. I got 60s, science to do, bitch. It's like sixties yeah. comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. they was that old. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But huh. it's around like it's only like five years removed from yeah. Him slapping yeah, Janet, yeah, so yeah. it's it's yeah. the same era of comics. It just really stuck with Hank. <laughs> yeah, somehow, mm. yeah, very toxic. Um, so anyway, that was sort of my take on Secret mm. Invasion. I thought that it led to a really fun run with the Dark Avengers and all that other stuff. Yeah, like, sure. the, all of Bendis's stories seem to just just bridge to the very next big Bendis story. Yep, I just feel like of, there was always a, a big story yeah. right after the the original story. Yeah. Um, but I, I wound up enjoying all of them anyway. Mm. So, yeah. Um, I, and in the reread, we'll get to the reread in a little bit, but um, similar feelings, but different. What did you... Uh, when Secret Invasion first came out, I had a different uh, letdown as oh. far as... I still liked it, but what a lot of the hype that hit with me that I took note of was... There's the super scroll, right? And yeah, he's got yeah. the powers of the Fantastic Four because they, the scroll science, they gave it to him. Uh, and in some of the some of the promo stuff, there was like different combinations yes. of powers, yeah, yeah. which you see for two or three pages mm-hmm. in this. And I think there was one miniseries at the time. 
I, for whatever reason, thought that that's what it was going to be about. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is going to be awesome. You know, you got to scroll with all the powers of the X-Men, somebody with some Avengers and some Spider-Man is in there. <laughs> and you then know, one with Spider-Man powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his friend, I guess, uh, you know, Mary Jane's ability to do like runway stuff. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Black Cat. Um, but that didn't happen. Yeah. And I can totally see why. The name of it is Secret Invasion, yeah. a scroll invasion where you don't know who to trust makes perfect sense as a story but that was some of the advertisements and i was excited for it yeah you know it's, it's all it's a uh, asmr over here i'm turning pages um they show up for more than that it's the entire street Maybe battle more. Is these giant super scrolls of like various powers i love it oh that was the other problem yeah. i had with it but because it was coming out once a month mm -hmm. and it was eight months long with all of these other miniseries going along in between the issues mm -hmm. I, I remember picking up an issue and be like jeez oh, they're still in the goddamn um savage land savage land are you kidding me know. how are they still in the savage land where's where's the story it's only 45 minutes past yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll tell you i had while reading it now i had sort of almost the opposite reaction to that that if we can transition to oh, our current yeah. reads of yeah, it. Yeah, please. Yeah, um, we went this way. Now we're going to go this way back around. And yeah. Just go for it. Um, so I was thinking, wow, this is a great example of something that played out with more importance and uh, depth while it was coming out in issues. And, uh, you know, there was some things where it was like, oh, they're already done. <laughs> they've yeah. done that already. Oh, mm -hmm. we finished that? Oh, yeah. Marvel. Oh, we're oh, done? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think that it is also a great example of two other things that happened a lot with comics, especially at that time, uh, is the uh, tie-ins were a part of the story yes. that we did not get. Having reread it, I remember what happened, but there was oh, there was one moment should, in the yeah, beginning. We yeah. should clarify, we only read the trade paperback right, collection of issues. Secret Invasion, the main series, right. which was eight issues. Yeah. Right. So, like, I remember what happened, but there was something, and I forget what story point it was, in uh, issue one or two, and I was like, well, a lot of a lot of stuff just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. didn't see any of that. Yeah. And another thing, I think it exemplifies uh, something mattering more when it's part of the current ongoing story. Yeah. You know, that was a lot of the fun of it. Hawkeye, who was at that time Ronan, picking up a bow and arrow and using it. Yeah. Big moment not, at the time. Doesn't matter at all now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, all right, that's cool. Why is he wearing that suit? Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. at the time, you're like, ah, oh, hey, he's picking up the bow and arrow again. This is happening now. Yeah. And that's interesting. And that's a cool part of comics when you're like, what's up with the world now? Also, yeah. also like the uh, a lot of the tension in this entire story is, is predicated on the status quo after Civil War. Mm -hmm. And that's not mentioned right. whatsoever here. Yeah. Why are there two factions of Avengers sure. and why are they right. butting heads? Is it's Tony Stark in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I remembered partway through that he was. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. But, and that's not necessarily bad. Like, reading it soap operatically for what happens in the world is a fun and cool part of comics, but it does not lend itself to going back. Yeah. You know, it's like I, watching episode five of season one when you're in season three i completely agree with you too like and the the month after month of like they're still in the fucking savage land yeah. we only felt that because in between every issue of this were two to three issues of the avengers yeah. that right. were coming out every oh, other week right. yeah. where yeah. it was what they were doing in the savage land in between issues of yeah, this yeah. so even though they were only in the savage land for 
three issues here, yeah. we felt like it was 12 to yeah. 13 yeah. because it was just, it was happening in real time for us. And I will tell you, one of the biggest things that bothers me or bothered me, uh, I love this book. I love the Avengers around it. I, I own it all like in separate hardcovers. There was an omnibus that came out of Secret Invasion. Ugh. And of all of the stories to ever be mapped in chronological order, <laughs> it should be mapped in chronological order. As in all of the issues that happen, <laughs> all of the stories that happen between issues one through eight should happen in chronological order. So you get the full like experience of reading it yeah. over the course of like the eight months, the yeah. whole year, right? Yeah. Nope. It's it's issue one through eight, and then separately after issue one through eight, you get like Avenger, New Avengers, thirty to thirty six, and yep. Mighty Avengers one through seven. Like which means it's all segmented. Which means if you want to read in order, yeah. you literally have to go back and forth in the book Oof. ad nauseum over and yeah. over again. Do they and even like give you an order? No. So you have to find it yourself. Yeah. If this, I'm yeah. like that sucks. for all the Marvel people that are reading, watching this, because I know you do. Um. If you Damn reprint me. this omnibus in chronological order, I'll buy it. I will literally double dip and purchase this again. Yeah, because I will. It, I will single dip and purchase it for the first time. I'm not buying either one, but I think it would be a good <laughs> idea for you to do it. Well, he's already bought two, so I mean, he's he's bought one, right. so he'll buy another one, right. which covers you. And I think it would be a I good bought, idea. I didn't buy it. I bought. I bought yeah. the original. And you'll buy another covers, one. But I will purchase an omnibus. Actually, yeah. But no, I think my opinion is still. They want to hear it. I think it's a good idea for you to do <laughs> they this. They don't want to hear yeah. all opinions. I'm just. I'm in support one. of this. Just, this good is, one. just ones that. Just ones that. Yeah. Uh, translate into them making money. That's, That's the, the opinion. only opinion. I, that's the opinion. You know, I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna, I was gonna seek out the Secret Avengers Omni because because I enjoyed Secret Invasion <laughs> Omnibus I because I Avengers I did enjoy Omnibus. it, but I was also like enjoying being in that time of comic books and mm -hmm. i was like man i would i would actually probably grab the secret invasion omnibus and give that a whole read but then he told me about the mapping mm. and i was like oh never mind that's too do i don't want to do that it's not that so, much what's just that buy it just no all right um so yeah but uh, my my reread um was i think sort of similar to the original read of it of like mm -hmm. none of the big reveals were really uh didn't really hit for me. Um, and, oh, looking back at Lionel Francis Yu's artwork, I don't have, it doesn't have the sheen that it did at the time. Oh, interesting. I do, there are so many problems with the artwork in this book. Um, the storytelling, there mm. are times where I'm confused as to what's happening mm. because things are happening so quickly in so many long panels um, even just a sequence of like Abigail Brand of Sword um, is floating around uh, outside and then winds up inside somehow, but we're not quite sure how. She kicks open the door to get back into the satellite, even though she's in space and has no purchase to kick a thing with. Um, mm. It doesn't fly off. Um, there's another sequence where there's an explosion and she's getting sucked out, but then I assume the doors wind up shutting and that seals off the... the so many problems with the storytelling. I, so many times I had to go back and be like, what just happened? What is happening mm -hmm. right now? Um, and then the the final battle is just a bunch of fighting. And it was just, it was a long, yeah. hey, f yeah, hey, you, uh, just draw a bunch of fighting and we'll just put word bubbles on it. And uh, that'll that'll be that until mm -hmm. we get to the... the um, 
the 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 fuck final issue the, yeah, yeah. Well, because that takes a, a weird... The Norman Osborn. Oh, that part. I'm, I think yeah. I know what you're about to say. Yeah. This was the first time that Bendis did this, mm-hmm. but he's done it multiple times since. This didn't bother me, but every time after this he's done it has bothered me. They do not show you... They show you the climax of the battle as someone's telling you after the fact. The seventh issue ends with a little bit of a cliffhanger of what's going to happen next, and then the next issue starts with... That day was really hard. And yeah. then it's just like voiceover of what transpired with the action of what transpired. And so it's somebody telling you. And you don't even know who's speaking. Yet, no. They're just color coded green. Yeah. Well, I didn't think that mattered. It was yeah. just somebody telling you about. I thought it was an interesting choice. Yeah. It, it was, worked. It does. It's, it, it's narratively different and interesting. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily what I would ever pick as the best way to tell a story, but it's a, it's a cool idea. Yeah, I think it like um it was there was a there was an aspect to it where it was just like how are they going to wrap this up and then he did it mm-hmm. in hindsight which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of cool. But he's done this like five or six times since yeah. in other books and I'm yeah. like stop it. <laughs> show don't tell. Yeah. Like at this like you know the rule is show don't tell and like breaking the rule in like a creative way awesome. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Yeah. You pulled it off once, let's let's not do it again or at least wait a while. But um for me uh, I loved the art. I still love the art. I have no issues with the storytelling. Um, it reads very of a time, but it's my time, so I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I have a favorite bit. Oh, and that, and then um, about the reveals. Yeah, I loved them. Yeah, I love the reveals because it's 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 not about for me. It's not about the biggest shock. It's about what reveals or what like what were the smartest choices to make not the biggest shock the biggest shock would be like oh god tony stark is a scroll Mm. the most maybe strategic would be jarvis the man that is around tony stark in the shadows and around everybody nobody thinks about him so to me that was the shock the the not like the easy or turn cody stuff but like the Everyone's expecting this over here, and yeah. then it's really this over mm. here. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought that, that that's like yeah. espionage. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. The Tony Stark stuff is uh, tangentially one of the things that stood out to me the most as t- in, in two elements. One, he has a problem with his biology. He's sick because they have infected his armor. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being a way bigger story element. And I think that happened in another series. Oh, yeah. And then also him going and getting his old armor. Yeah. I remember that happening as like this big thing. Like I was like, all right, he's going to go get his old armor. Not a big part of this story. I think it was another series. I think it was New Avengers. You might be conflating the story that happens after this. So um, uh, Invincible Iron Man by Matt Fraction started, issue one started right before this series came out as he was still like S.H.I.E.L.D. And then issue eight is the beginning of Iron Man disassembled, which is when he loses all of Shield. Like immediately after this, mm-hmm. during that reboot, is when he starts to lose his. And they, I, I didn't realize that they tease it here. He starts to lose his intelligence, his memory. He starts because he is updated with extremists himself. Yeah, yeah. Because of that virus, it all starts to go downhill, and he has to retrograde and retrofit in all of his. He has to go backwards in all of his suits. Mm-hmm. So it's the start of that here. Hmm. And I, I was thinking yeah. about that too as I was reading this. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if this is the beginning of that really awesome Tony Stark uh, storyline." Because I yeah. love that. It is. Who, who was it? Brubaker. 
No, it was Mad Fraction. Fraction. That and was a good writer. run. That was our LaRocca. Ooh, LaRocca. Uh, not my that. favorite it artist. It looks like so, uh, uh, Tony Stark, the whole the whole series looks like Sawyer from Lost. Sawyer uh-huh. from Lost, that's right. That's 100%. He's not kidding. Also, I went to check when this was, and it was around the time that the first Iron Man movie was yeah. coming out. Yeah. And uh, I, I found myself wondering, like, how much of Tony Stark's prominence had to do with that, you know? Well, um, yeah, issue number one, um, issue number one of Invincible's Iron Man came out the weekend mm-hmm. or very close to when yeah. the movie came out. Like, the covers, the movie covers yeah, yeah. are, like, the hardest ones to get. But, like, yeah. Right. Yeah, like, it was it was timed. Mm. But yeah, not and that's in the when same Iron way Man now, yeah. was, you know, it was the first time he was really cool, I feel like. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, sure. Hey, do you remember? This is a very Bendis-y thing to do, although I didn't know that until recently. Uh, somebody says, like, well, if they wanted to kill him, they could have given him a poison matzo ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, is that a thing that Nick Fury eats regularly, or whoever it was. Like, is it was he Tony? It, right. Does Fury. Tony Stark eat matzo balls? Is Tony Stark like, Jewish? Not that I'm aware of. Well, Bendis has a tendency to write a lot of people Jewish. Oh, I understand that. I'm just, so. I'm, I'm asking. Even it, like, I am Jewish. Stark is, and I don't eat matzo balls except for during Passover. I know some some Jewish people do. Who's saying it to them? I forget. Because I remember yeah. the line. It's like, they could have poisoned your matzo ball soup last right, night. Right. So is it the joke teller or the joke receiver? I thought I had taken a picture of it, and I guess I didn't. But I've, well, while you guys yeah. are looking. Yeah, what are you um, going to talk about? Uh, one of the things I actually did appreciate this time, uh, as much as I did at the time, was Brian Michael Bendis' humor. Uh, there's a bunch of times during this that I was like, oh, that's a good bit. That's a good line. I really like that. Uh, so I'm still enjoying Brian Michael Bendis's dialogue. Mm. Uh, the one that really sticks out to me is they're in the big of this big, kerf- the middle of this big kerfuffle, and they're having uh, fisticuffs and what have you. Mm. And Spider-Man's there, and he goes, "Don't worry about it. We're fine. We're gonna get through this. It's okay. It's not a big deal." And the person <laughs> he's talking to is like, <clears throat> "How do you know that?" Because anytime something huge and ridiculous yeah. is happening, the watcher shows up and just watches. And it's super creepy. And that's how we know that we're probably in trouble. So he's not here. So we're, f- oh, fuck. There he is. Yeah. There he is. And there's a big page, big splash page of just cool. the watcher watching the giant battle. And he's like, damn it. And I, I sent you guys a, a screenshot of this earlier today because I was reading it before the show. Um, the. There's a convert when they finally get in the, the Quinjet out of the Savage Land, and Tony is just like reading himself the ride and like how much he failed in shame and whatnot. And someone starts to tell, to give him kind of like a don't blame yourself. And hmm. Spider Man of all people is like, no, 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 no. This is good. Let him, let him let have him, it. Yeah, yeah. Guilt is good. Let yeah, him go. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then basically Wolverine behind him goes, yeah, let him cook. He's, he's getting his second wind. <laughs> yeah, let him cook. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. And they were both right because immediately after <laughs> he, you know, gets a second he win and goes to, into Yeah, into and then Spider Man is in the background going, see, there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was just like such a it really a good, good character interaction. And it's it's the kind of confidence about knowing just knowing the character so well yeah. that you can pull shit like that off. Hmm. And the scene you're talking about. Yes. Uh, Who says it? They're killing them or uh they could have killed you with a poison matzo ball before you went to bed. They're killing themselves just to get to you. And that's from uh, Natasha. Yeah. Natasha tells Tony. Who is not somebody that I expect to use a matzo ball reference either. Natasha Romanoff? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I liked how she just shot everybody. Yeah, man. Yeah. She was like, I don't know who's a scroll. Everyone's getting bullets. (laughs) Oh, also, uh, Bucky calls her Natalia at one point. Oh. Which I thought was weird. And then looked up that her name is like Natalia 
Natasha Romanoff. Yeah. Yeah. And, I didn't know that. I forgot. Yeah. I guess maybe that's what she was, because they retconned in a World War II past for her a long time ago, and maybe they knew each other, and maybe she was going by Natalia at the time. They retconned in yeah. his experience as a Winter Soldier with her yeah. at the Red Room, right. so like they right. actually had a, a relationship we've never seen. Did he? Was she going by Natalia back then? Um, I don't remember, oh, and right. I mean, I. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Only because Definitely. the characters. He, does identify it as such? That. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. let's let's go with yes. Yeah, it's solid. Um, <laughs> do you have any final wrap up thoughts on the comic book series? Uh, normal, I would say. Right, this was not like a wow kind of event. It was great while it happened. Um, there's no, there's nothing to recommend it over any other Marvel event, right. even within the era that you were talking about, which is some of I think the greatest stuff, like. I'd read New Avengers before this if I was to read only one thing. I, I was yeah. gonna say like I think as much as I love this event, I do think it's a it's it's a time and a place with mm. the context of the other books. Yeah, I felt I was feeling the same thing you were feeling, which was, boy, I wish there was a lot more in here. Mm. Um, just reading the eight issue main series Secret Invasion, I think, is not enough. Uh, there needs to be a collection that. You don't have to have the omnibus. You don't have to have the whole. Mm. You know, two year event. But selected, some, yeah. I, I think yeah. you can get away with just the Avengers issues, um, yeah. because both Avengers and Mighty Avengers, it's Bendis was writing five books a month yeah, at this time, nuts. right? Like so, it was it was uh, New Avengers, Mighty Avengers, this, and then Ultimate Spider-Man and, and something else. But um, yeah, I think you can get away with reading the Avengers books in between, which would be enough. Everything else after that is just like scene dressing yeah. you know like is the story of the punisher starting a crew to kill a bunch of scrolls cool? scroll kill crew yeah. yeah that was a great book yeah. it's not important i remember <laughs> that showing up in this story it doesn't oh okay. but, okay. but just in general like there are a lot of really great tie-ins yeah the only ones that truly matter plot wise are basically the avengers books yeah. Mm. but yeah i would love to see them package it all together like hey give me like a soft cover you know 15 issue that would be cool. Yeah, it's it's like an like, epic. It's like six six. Uh, there's like seven issues of New Avengers and like six issues of uh, Mighty Avengers that tie into this. So yeah, it'd be like twenty twenty issues, twenty two issues. Another like problem I had with this was you've got Clint mm. seeing Mockingbird for the first time after she's been dead for uh, years, mm -hmm. and. They have a whole scene together and he tests her. The only way that anyone would ever know this is if you are mm -hmm. my wife. Mm -hmm. We tried to have a baby and it didn't work out. What is the, you know, what was the significance of this date? Oh, mm -hmm. it's when we tried to have a baby and it didn't work out. Oh, this has to be her. 100%. No one else would know this. Oopsie, she's a scroll. And good then. Scene. What? It was a good scene. It and was they, a good they scene. They hinted at how it happened. But then. And I think we may have seen it elsewhere. Well, no, yeah. but my problem with that is after that, mm -hmm. and he's enraged mm. um, and starts murdering everybody, scrolls. Um, not, <laughs> not just, just everybody, anybody, yeah, just yeah, everybody. Not just priests and yeah. Um, Go find me a priest. Kill uh, him. Uh, but then, <laughs> Mockingbird come. The real Mockingbird supposedly comes out at the end, and he's right. like, "Ah, oh, yes." Mm -hmm. Like you, you just jump like. I would have liked. I think my preference for that scene would have been for him to be, walk away from her. No, uh, I, I'd make out with her. I, I was going to say, like, like I, I have no issue with that because yeah. they set up so many things in the interim for him to believe that it's really her and it was really her. So, like, 
I didn't have a problem with it. I just if think anything, it was having my heart against her, her. Right? Well, not her, yeah. but like him so, not being able to trust somebody after all of that. Two issues beforehand, but, sure. But it wasn't just. It was. I mean, it was two issues beforehand for us. But it was like it was a lot of experience in between. And the, uh, Reed Richards' tech, where they couldn't shape like shape shift anymore, and they came directly from the imprison, and all the other survivors there, and the knowledge knowing that they needed the hosts alive in order to blah blah blah. It was like enough contextual information for him to like mm. finally let go and be like, oh my god, this is actually my wife. I did get something back that I thought I lost again. Yeah. I, I had no problem with that. Yeah, like if somebody if somebody offered you something like, you know, uh, lightly analogously, like here's a hundred million dollars, and then you find out it's not real, but then someone gives you a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. you'd still be happy. You know what I mean? Sure. You'd be like, oh sweet, yeah. the thing once that I, I wanted. Once I spend it and realize it's real, yeah. Well, they get to know each other. All right, you know what I'm saying? All right, all right. And if it's a scroll, what are you saying? it worked with. I'm talking about intimate relationship, emotional connection, and sex. I've never had, never had. Okay. okay. You Here it's lo- good. It's I saw Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. Secret and Invasion on Disney Plus episodes <laughs> one and two. Um, yeah, that's the show. Episodes, yes. So uh, Nolly D is actually in there being like, episode two aired already. I might have to today. go watch that. So uh, Nolly may not be with us anymore. They may be watching uh, episode two, which dropped today. Um, Eddie Madison said, I have seen two episodes of Secret Invasion so far. Our son, the voice of reason. We miss you. Says Norman Osborn getting put in charge with some wild shit. That was some it wild was. shit. It was yeah. wild shit. Um, all right. Disney Plus. Uh, this is a new show. Start was it six episodes? Yes. Six episode event. Starring Samuel Jackson, Amelia Clark, Sasha Cal. Oh, Sasha Cal? No. What? Oops. No. Just keep going. Oh. That's from ben, last week. That's from last week. Or ben, just keep going. <laughs> ben Mendelssohn and Olivia Coleman. Nick Fury learns of a secret invasion, that's the name of the show, of Earth by a faction of shape-shifting scrolls. Fury joins his allies, and together they race against time to thwart an imminent scroll invasion and save humanity. Hmm. Um, So yeah, we watched the first two episodes. I Spoilers or no spoilers? Oh, shoot, no spoilers, because it dropped today. Hmm. Unless we want to do spoilers at the end. Make the decision. Yeah. Let's talk We're going to start with no spoilers, yeah. Um, I had the same problem with Secret Invasion episode one that I had with Secret Invasion the series of like, ooh, I wonder if there's going to be a big reveal. No, not really. Okay, that's fine. Um, I will say that the second episode is so much better than the first episode. The second episode, I'm I'm all in. I'm 100% in. What did you think? No. I love the first episode, and I love the second episode even more. Um... I like, I think there's been some bitching, shock of all shocks, there's been some bitching online. Uh, about the AI? No, I don't, I'm, I'm, oh. I don't care to talk about that. I'm interested in that if That's, people want to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, disappointed in it. Uh, yeah, I'm disappointed in it. But I am not. Are we, I have an interesting perspective on that, that we have done that before, like, when the first textile machines came out, people mm-hmm. went into the factories and smashed them up yeah. because they would be taking from the textile workers and they're those people are called luddites which is now a synonym for anti-technology i think we did it with the john henry with the steam train right any time a technology takes over something from human workers people complain and i think a lot of the problems that we have with ai now are problems that we have with credit and money and those are problems with the way that companies run and the way that business runs, not with the technology. I'm very in favor of advancing our technology in any way, 
uh, that does not hurt people. Um, I think. Well, I mean, the AI is specifically stealing artwork from people who yeah. have worked hard and have trained their lives to become artists, and it just takes them and mushes them together. It's this not, is a problem with well, credit hold, hold and money. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's right. not. It those that are are. A, not against just apprehensive of AI art or AI generated art or creative are not against technology. Right. Hmm. They nope. are against the lack of compensation for those that have their art repurposed and reutilized without permission and hmm. or compensation. That's the problem. Yeah. I use yeah. technology to make my art. I draw everything on this sure. nowadays. But that always happens. People are always comfortable with the technology that was around when they were forming, when they were growing up. And then often have a problem with, you know, what is happening with newer stuff, right? Um, we also use self-checkout machines and projectionists are no longer a thing. You know, yeah. that's digital. Um, I think we're not saying dissimilar things. Like the problem is credit and money, right. right? And maybe there shouldn't be, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to do something in the style of this guy, yeah. right? Like... I want to do a, a Wes Anderson thing or a, yeah. you know whatever. Which is what people are literally doing. Right sure. Now. Yeah, yeah. So that's taking that person and remaking their thing. Maybe yeah. that should not be. Or if you sell that, you have but to it, give them credit or but it, it whatever. Takes, it takes from many people and many things mm -hmm. to create a different thing without those people's permission yeah. from their own intellectual property. True. So it's. I, I think AI is cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it should be used or proliferated by such a on such a large platform without compensating artists that it leverages. I agree. That's just like it. that should so, be worked so into it. In just yeah. in like great. The instant like this instance of it being a Disney Plus Marvel show shouldn't have happened. Right. Because mm. of the large platform, how they could have done it differently and or even the story reason for it, I totally get the idea of an uncanny valley and the facsimile of and AI art and the theme of the show of you don't know what's real and what's not. Mm. Get it. Awesome. Good idea. But ideating beyond that being, oh, many millions of people are going to watch this mm -hmm. and proliferating a technology that hurts creatives that we are currently out of production for because they're on strike in order to get compensation. That's true too. That's another yeah, problem, all... right? The money is always the fact that we need to make money to do what we love is, mm -hmm. is the issue. Right. And credit should be, be due also. I do like the idea of AI where somebody who isn't good at creating a visual image, but has an idea in their head can should put it hire out there. an artist. Wait, whoa, whoa, well, whoa, so whoa, that's whoa, where whoa. I disagree. <laughs> is that I, I kind of disagree with that also. Uh, if if I just want like a mood board yeah. to articulate to somebody that I'm going to hire, oh sure, yeah, why can't I use AI to generate sure. something like that? That's oh no, I'm talking about saying. final image. If okay, you so want to create it, <laughs> I I cannot get unless, unless the system compensates the the art that's being leveraged. No, sure. If credit yeah, and if. money again, sure. If that's being taken into account sure and maybe that would be if you're replicating somebody's style but not if you're just taking I, I, I think the, the the problem we're having is like i'm not against automation but mm. automation that actively steals from people without compensating is a problem and that's not currently sure, where we are i'm not sure that i view all of it as stealing but it is but that's all it is 
it's it's machine learning based off of other people's intellectual property right it's machine learning based off of that right so if you also creating creating yeah it's it's just mushing all these things together you can i had seen a post and i shared it it was like you could see it was making facsimiles of artists signatures mm-hmm. because they were stealing so much art from artists with signatures mm. that you could see an amalgamation of a signature on the corner because that's of what they stole. That's so they- interesting, but I'm not sure that I see that as stealing because you're writing a program that is taking input from things. Like, let's say the money wasn't a part of it and you could give credit to them. You could but say like this it's person. It's not zeros and ones though, Brian. Yeah. It's people's livelihoods that it's repurposing right that's why in, i said let's instance. take the money and credit out of but it you can't just... take the money and credit out. like technology is fantastic the issue is the fact right. that it doesn't have any kind of monetary model attached to it in order to mm. make sure that it is ethical yeah that's it in in these purposes in the purposes of broadcasting creative mm-hmm. endeavors it is doesn't have a financial model to support those that make a living off of creating so if, yeah. like, as an intellectual exercise, if you trained an AI only on Getty images, yeah. right, and those sure. images are stock, that's their whole entire purpose, and have been sold as such, that would be fine. Yes, I actually think that's fine, because yes. all of those all of those artists that took yeah, those yeah. pictures sold those pictures right. to be repurposed in whatever okay, great. they wanted to be No, I agree with that as well. That's, but it's not working that way right now, and no, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know. But I but I don't think that you should say instead of using this, you should have to pay somebody to do it. If you're using well, like what you had said, JD, is yeah, like if you have an idea, hire an artist. Yeah. That's just um relying on the old ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's good. I want you and everybody else who wants to be an artist to be able to live only doing art. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I also want that of anyone who isn't commercially successful. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't think that we can limit our productivity based on this is how it's always been done. This would take a job away from somebody else. You know, nobody is owed that, right? Right. But uh, and again, it goes back to, you know, people are putting out children's books by mm-hmm. feeding into AI a bunch of other people's children's books who have worked hard and now they're just mm. making AI children's books. Sure. Yeah. Right. But I think the the decisive factor is the, the Getty, Getty Images model. Sure, sure. Right. If you've said, I'm going to put my art out there, I will be compensated in this way. Yeah. Then the making of it a is fair, not unethical. A fair compensation model based off of selling a product that was AI generated is actually what everyone just wants. Hmm. All of the all of the uh, uh, the WGA, SAG, DJ, mm-hmm. all they want is a compensation model based off of streaming and or AI generated yeah. edits or 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 yeah. products. Yeah, that's literally that's literally the problem. Not sure the only problem that like it's not about the technology. It's about the um, Abuse of it the, so the use, yeah, the, the money-related reasons. The in, in, yeah. uh, industrial or uh, the yeah. industry abusing the technology yeah. in order to not compensate. Of which creatives. this is not even the only <laughs> example. Yeah. You know, we live not, in a yeah. society where you can't just do things because they are worthwhile and good. You have to make money from them. You know. 
Secret Invasion. Yeah. You didn't want to talk about the AI. What, what yeah, were you I, leading into that was not other AI? Other people talk first. I'm, I lost all my thoughts. Oh, okay. What did you think of uh, the TV show? I thought it was all right. Invasion. Yeah. You know, um, it was another Marvel show. Yeah. That, you know what yeah, I mean? it's true. Um, yeah. It was good. Samuel L. Jackson is good, so yeah. watching him is good. Ben Mendelsohn is good, oh. so watching him is good. I wish we had more Ben Mendelsohn so far. Yeah. I'm 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 on board for Ben Mendelsohn. He's a good name to say, too. It's fun. Right? It's yeah. fun. Yeah. You got the double N in yeah, there. It's good. So, um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I am artistically disappointed in stories anymore that kill off a character that someone else created because... Are we spoiling? Well, it's episode well, one. I thought we were going to talk about episode one fully and not spoil episode two. I didn't know that, but go on. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't have to. Well, someone dies. Someone dies. Actually, a couple people die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know well, what's the, happening. The first, the, first, <laughs> I, the first death is a red herring, I think, but it doesn't matter. Oh, go do on. we think? Okay. Ooh, Ed, yeah, I do. Ed herring would be a good name well, because for a they, character. They, es- they yeah. establish what happens to... Those that are taken, or yeah, do you, well, you guys not watch shows? Uh, yeah, like they're Those. they're they're put in oh, like yeah, stasis yeah, yeah. of sorts. These people yeah. aren't dead that they that they take over. Oh, I think it's a mind reading. I miss that. It's a mind reading thing. Yeah, I think, and, right? and they're put yeah. in like a. What, it, oh no, I do remember this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. There I am. There Here I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm back on board. The first one is I is a shit like a Um, a scroll died. Interesting. Okay, I totally I forgot that bit. Mm-hmm. Right, right, okay. Are we spoiling this or no? Episode one. Okay. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> All right. Noel's on board. Okay. So <laughs> he gives me my full your full cooperation <laughs> and permission. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he demands you spoil it. Neutrality is. Maria Hill was killed. Oh yes. my god. And I wasn't even talking about Maria Hill, but yeah. I was. Yeah, he was. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just tired of it. It's, it's bridging. Lazy, that too, but I mean, just any. When you take a character and you kill them off, and somebody else built that character up, oh, wait a minute. it's not oh. like that can't ever be good. What does that mean? Explain that. Someone so, else built them up. Trouble. Killed a character because it's shocking when you kill a character. Uh-huh. And it's more shocking when that character has existed for a while. Okay. And you wouldn't think that it would happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not tracking this as a problem yet. Like yeah, Tom is Kingery is what I see it as, right? Which you guys like, but I don't like. Uh-huh. That Who did Tom King kill? No, he just takes stuff that was created before, and the interesting thing is subverting it or destroying it, you know? And I kind of felt that way about Kobe, uh, what's Kobe Smolders. Yeah, Maria Hill. Not in a serious way, but it was like, Oh, yeah, you got a dramatic wham out of that because she already existed as a character. So wait, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It sounds like you're saying you can only kill off characters that you have created and introduced? No, 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 no. no, no. no. He's talking about, he think, I, to paraphrase, that you may think it's cheap because they are a recognizable character in this universe. Yeah, pretty much. Like, not that you can't do it. I don't. It's just like, I don't inherently agree with because. No. The you want to have an ha- emotional tie to the... Yeah, it was an emotional tie. Yeah. And first of all, we have seen the first oh, half sure. of Act 1. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So as to its effects on the rest of the story, even it, even its effects on Episode 2 were very, very rewarding for me yeah. as yeah. a viewer. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm okay. Like it's it, fallout. It, 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 there's not even mm. that there's fallout. There's character growth from it. Yeah. Uh, of people I've never even met before. Um, the woman from Ted Lasso, I think, plays Rebecca's mom. It also plays Maria Hill's mom. No. 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 She's also in Silo. Yeah, she's in Silo, but yeah. that's not her. Is that not the same woman? Not her. I'm looking it up, but let's she continue. She was in Silo and yeah. Ted Lasso, but not this. Oh, is that not her in this? Not her in this. Oh, interesting. She looks very similar. What's happening right now? Um, I, I, I like. We can make a case for it being fridging based off episode one alone. Yeah. Boom. After that, it's. it's I don't all think every female death is fridging. Oh no. But I feel no, like no, this no. does feel a little fridgy because it even said even say they killed her to get to me. Yeah. It's like oh they yeah you just said she was fridging. The, the Which story, is also the story, something that would suck. Yeah. The story and, and the be dramatically. The story and the characters you know. are very self aware as to the setup and yeah. what happened. You can only get to. Nick Fury, and honestly, episode two makes that even more clear, the things that we don't know about him. You can only get to Nick Fury, like, two ways. Yeah. And that was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, I thought it was, I, I thought it was um, satisfying, mm-hmm. in so much that it bothered the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But I, I watch a lot of espionage movies. I watch a lot of spy things. This is kind of part of the course. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got a character that is, like, with them be- at the beginning of born hmm. identity and then by born ultimatum they're on the chopping block like it's hmm. it's kind of a trope yeah. of the genre yeah. especially like the person in the chair mm. it is yeah. a trope of the genre that you know part six they dude gets uh, it yeah they usually get it yeah, yeah. i think that's the issue that i have with it is not any issue inherent to itself it's that it seems lazy because it just seems to happen a lot now just in general, killing a character for like what's lazy? <gasps> what's a pastiche? If we're talking about this Indeed. genre specific, it's a little bit more of a pastiche than lazy. So far, yeah, it might prove yeah. to be lazy, but I guess it's just however it strikes you, right? When you're when you're experiencing it, that you're like, oh, that was something, or like, yeah, huh. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Um, I, a customer was in talking to me about it today, mm. and they were talking about Maria Hill's death, and I was like, well, that's, even if it was her, and they go. Oh yeah, for sure. It's her. Oh, I didn't know if it was her. I think um, she's she had dead, red dead. blood. She's she had red blood. Yeah. There's no LMDs. And don't even talk about Agents of Shield. There's no LMDs here. Okay. And she had red blood. They established that anytime a scroll is in peril, separated from its body and or dead, it reverts back. Okay. They do. They do. It wouldn't surprise me if there was some way out of it, but I don't think so either. Also, um yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. I don't think she's I think she's she's dead skis. But then again, they pull her away. They pull him away. Before. But she's dead skis. She yeah, dies in his see, arms. He's, yeah, he's not, he's not thinking. He's not sure. Um, and I, I th- mostly I, sure. I I think she should be dead. Yeah. Okay. I think for the story, she should be dead. If they're gonna if they're gonna pull the trigger, it should. If they had bold. had a one eight hundred call in number before, you, you crying, buddy? Oh, it's not like you were sniffling. I think they are so similar. Sometimes I cry when I laugh very hard. Yeah, Water will come out of it. It just comes out of my eyes. She's dead skis. Yeah. She's dead skis. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So episode one, I think, was solid. It was off to a good part. Uh, my, my my entire, my favorite, I'm getting gummed up. My favorite character, what is her name? Olivia Coleman. Yeah. What is, who is she playing? Who is that character? Is she the spy master? Yeah. Is that Olivia she, Coleman? She yeah. is yeah. wonderful. I am here all day for Olivia Coleman. I love her so much, and she is having such a blast with this role in just two episodes. She is stealing the show for me. Hmm. Uh, Amelia Clark is like, oh, okay, she's cool that she's there, but Olivia Coleman, man, 
She she gets me coming back. She's one of those actresses that if she shows up in something, hmm. I will go watch it. Hmm. I love her so much. Sonia Fallsworth. No idea who that is. That's the name of her character? Yeah. Oh. See, I thought, I think she's good, but again, I was a little like, oh, she's like violent but cutesy. I've seen it. I've seen that oh, before. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is this why know. you don't watch things? No, I liked it. I'm going to keep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but those two things were something that struck me. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you think that episode two was better than episode one? No, I thought they were about the same. I enjoyed both of them, though. Um, this is... So here's the thing. In contrast to the comics, this time I'm going in with the supposition this is going to be a story about replacing people. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what the deal is. So that's what I'm expecting. Um, yeah, that's what I yeah. lost when we started talking about AI. The bitching online is not about AI. I don't care. It's about... Um, it, it was so much better in the comics because it was superheroes that were being replaced and like people mm. that could be real threats that oh, were being was replaced. more interesting. And I was yeah. like, one, I don't need my adaptations to be fucking carbon copies. Yeah. And two, yeah, do something different and turn it into like a more espionage who is really real, like actual mm. people. They've been here for 30 years. You don't know. Hell, in, in episode two, we learned just the magnitude mm -hmm. that yeah. we weren't aware of before. Yeah. Even I, Nick I, Fury is like, Shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. I, that was that was wonderful too. Like, oh golly. We didn't even get along with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's yeah. wrong with you? That was a good line. I good. like that. That whole yeah. scene is the first time that I think that uh, that actor showed up. <laughs> I didn't like Samuel Jackson. Oh really? Like where I was like, there he is. There's oh, yeah. that guy. Huh. He's been good and like episode two, awesome. Yeah, like yeah, his yeah. his conversation with Marie Hill's mom, mm -hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then the train. And even and the yeah. conversation with Rhodey. Fucking that was good too. awesome. Yeah. Rhodey. Rhodey's got oh man, I was clapping for Rhodey. I was like, all right, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of people online that are just like, that's out of character. I bet he's a scroll. I'm like, one, maybe he is. Two, mm. I don't know if it's out of character for Rhodey. No. no. Although I disagreed <laughs> with Rhodey. I was like, this guy's he was obviously trying to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like he did not cause this bomb to happen. Yeah, yeah. Why are you so like so upset with him because yeah. of this but it the interesting element of fury that they're layering in is he disappeared yeah um and maybe that has something to do with maybe that's really that's why he's of, upset with a bit of yeah, yeah tension yeah. there yeah. Well, also too like Rhodey's never i mean he's he's military man but mm -hmm. he's been the victim of just following orders and one man shows that are mm -hmm. uh, you know like he literally lost the use of his legs because of a situation like that. So would he just immediately trust, oh, Nick Fury's going to take care of all this right. for us. End of the world stuff. Yeah. Like, no, mm -hmm. you're fired. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. And then he pulls yeah. the race card on him. Yeah. You know, Samuel, yeah. Or, you know, um, Fury pulls the race card, like help a brother out. And that, I love that that really set him off even, even more. Mm. Yeah. Our son says in the comics, I think the Fallsworths were part of the Union Jack legacy. Interesting. Union yeah. Jack. Um, uh, Rhodey had a cool you, tie in that. I was looking at that tie. It was a cool tie. It was an interesting, shimmery. You did not notice the oh, tie. Oh, I noticed that tie. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, I think this is um, doing what I wanted after watching Randy's favorite sequel, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, which is mm. more spycraft Marvel stuff. Mm -hmm. And I love that this is just... A spycraft show. Yeah. In the Marvel Universe. I don't need all the superheroes. And I love their reasoning for not bringing in the right, Avengers. Right, Because they're like, hey, shouldn't we bring in the blah, blah, blah? And they're like, why would we give them bigger um, yeah. uh, 
what's the word uh targets right they're gonna yeah. copy them yeah. make them look bad everything yeah, yeah. will be in, ter- in worse in, so yeah so in, uh, I, I love that this um, is like a smaller story yeah randy yes uh james montgomery fallsworth is union jack in the marvel in this earth 616 marvel universe hmm. james montgomery fallsworth has been in the mcu before as one of the howling commandos in world war ii oh interesting so this is probably a descendant of like the daughter of mm. or the granddaughter cool. of I wouldn't know how the numbers work. Probably granddaughter Probably of granddaughter. Yeah. the original James Montgomery Fallsworth who worked with Captain America. Nice. Um, we're going to get into spoilers for episode two that just dropped today because I have a question. Hmm. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, wee, what is wee, it? Fallsworth. Wee. Fallsworth um, tortures that guy with the injection. Mm-hmm. Wonderful scene. And then she sort of shimmies her way out of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Can scrolls not take the form of other things that aren't humans? No. Wait, yes. Like yes. rats in comics, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. In, in movies, no. Or yeah. even slightly smaller humans that could easily fit down that grate that she didn't close. Thank why? you. Yes. I was like, why doesn't why isn't someone turning into yeah. something and just skittering after her quickly? Right. I don't think it, I did, it wasn't an issue of the hole's too small. He just didn't go after her. Yeah, and know. why didn't she close that grate? Yeah, like well, this I mean, is our secret exit. I mean, you knocked you knocked the man over and shit. Why, why bother? Why I just so that they wouldn't follow her, but I guess she knew that they wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like oh, it I hope they fine. don't follow me. Up, oh, nailed yeah. it. Great. Yeah, yeah. I was like, just turn into something and get after her. What are you guys doing? You just, are you just gonna chill there? Okay, cool. Yeah, because you you want to you need to wait until I get to her later. I guess sure. Maybe she's uh, this girl. Also, like. Uh-huh. Know, maybe not. in and out had to get the fuck out. Yeah, like yeah, it could be. Maybe. No late yeah. chase because she's a. Spy master. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She got in that She's, door. That was a cool line. Oh. Yeah, it's like the door's locked. She's like, now it's not. What does yeah. that tell you about me and doors? So good. Yeah. What a good line. Um, I, I love her. I just love watching She's her. Good. Yeah. The mm-hmm. reveal uh, was very interesting and cool and satisfying of who's a scroll. Um, that council, you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because you see them beforehand. Yeah. They seem like they're talking heads or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then they all show up. They're in this. They're in this. Yeah, in, uh, in hindsight, cabal. it's just like duh. But yeah. watching it, you're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, right yeah. on, right on. What it's, to go? It's, it's shorthand. That's quick. To go back to the comic book, which I, sort of ties in right here. I love that when the scrolls announce themselves to Earth via all of our telecommunications, mm-hmm. they use the faces of Tom Cruise, Obama, uh-huh. um, Paris like, Hilton, Paris, yeah. Um, uh, Stephen uh, Colbert, Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, mm, yeah, I love that mm-hmm. bit, which would be fun to emulate here if they ever reveal themselves to the world. Yeah. All million of them. You think Paris Hilton's available? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Probably. Maybe just her dog. Um, did you have any problems? You, you seem to be really on board. No, no, did you have I, any? I loved it. I loved what, uh, episode two. Was I, this is this might be the best show so far. Oh, you think so? Um, oh. No, you know what? I don't know. It's hard to say because it's something completely different. Loki. Oh, it's Loki. better than WandaVision. Um, I think it's better than Loki. Really? So far. Is it because mm. you like espionage better than those things? No, no. WandaVision kind of fell apart at the end, so like it's just hard to say. WandaVision did fall apart at the end. Oh, I thought me. WandaVision got really good at the end and was like so-so before that. When it abandoned its conceit. Mm. Oh, that's when I started to get really... I was getting bored by the, oh, I get it. It's a sitcom. Yeah, different era. Well, I like that vision, vision conversation. That was like good. made the oh, show for me. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like it. It didn't. It's not my favorite. Um, yeah, my favorite. I think is I guess maybe She Hulk and Miss Marvel are for tied because they're the oh, most yeah. unlike the other shows. The other shows are just like mm. point and click kind of. 
following those characters in a new medium. A little bit. Right? Yeah. Mm. Th- these mm. actually felt like new experiences and this is somewhere in between. Like it feels like a new experience with familiar pieces of the Marvel universe. WandaVision for me felt like a new experience for sure. Mm. But, yeah. Um, like there were one or Hard. two that were really good in the early stuff that I'm forgetting well, I, about. I liked. I, I, I have, first of all, I haven't disliked any of them. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, like uh, I, I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. I liked half of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think they sort of the the idea of people after the blip mm. coming back and being um, homeless refugees. Yeah, refugees yeah, yeah. I thought, well, neat idea, but um, I think the storyline around them, I was just sort of like, was like, okay. When they did have to cut a lot of their story, unfortunately, right, right because for it, them, it, yeah. it had to do with the pandemic, didn't it? Yeah, there was a pandemic, and yeah. they decided to remove that from the, from the, the storyline. Yeah, from I would like to eventually go back and see if maybe they could watch like an unedited version yeah. after the everyone's right when time. after it's a little yeah yeah healing yeah yeah um they the, the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier had a pandemic plot line before the pandemic happened. And then as it was coming out, the pan- they they rejiggered it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of it, like a lot of the motivations of the group involved, were based on that having happened, hmm. and they decided to remove that because when it was actually coming out was Surreal. in twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's off to a really good start. I I don't know if it's my favorite yet. But after episode two, I am 100% like looking forward. It's must see TV now. It gives me Andor feels hmm. like it's, it's all the, all the, all the things are getting set up to be just like, please pull off the end. Yeah. Well, a similar parallel to Andor, I think this one feels like one of the more solid and potent MCU TV stories, just like Andor feels. They feel uh, the most like the movies or like something that's really part of that universe. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other Marvel shows that do as well, but uh, but this one really does. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. Last words? Fury's wife. Fury's wife? Yeah. Okay. So there are two ways to look at this, the, the finale of the episode, the mm-hmm. final scene. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure that that's a secret. The wife part we, or the we, scroll wife We part? see her chopping, right? And she's a scroll. And then yeah. he comes in and she is a human woman and he gives her a kiss. And that's the end of the episode. Um, I'm not entirely sure that he doesn't know she's a scroll. Oh, Wait, I assumed that she did. That yeah, he did. You, you too? That's I did. Just, that, yeah, that's not a secret. Yeah. That's oh. just to tell the audience. So that's the same scroll that brought him Gravik when... 25 years ago or 30 years ago mm. okay that's he's known that her? her for thank 30 you. years thank mm. you because yeah. you know sushan was like oh you know thinking that, that was the reveal of like yeah. he doesn't know he's married to a scroll and i was like oh no i think it's that like he's been working with these people so long that it's in- completely yeah. viable he's, that he oh, would yeah. fall he's, in love with one of them he's but gone she's, native <laughs> she's yeah. constantly yeah. like oh yeah, yeah. back on my planet and he's like what yeah. and she's like ah oh, <laughs> so, in my hometown <laughs> This he uh, it's <laughs> it complicates his uh, his investment in the story because yeah. he's been yeah. married to one. Oh, for okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was that the was only devi- one thinking this. This no, is great. No. I later <laughs> read an article saying like, oh, it could be that he knows, and I was like, oh, I didn't know, realize dude. that you would this have was, thought anything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, and and also also too so. His interactions with scrolls in the last two in in the first episode too. I immediately found it weird that he was so incredibly, like, this motherfucker doesn't even shake hands, but he 
touching everyone's head as yeah. though he is yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's been married into the culture for the last God knows however many decades, mm-hmm. it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And why the betrayal of him would feel so fucking deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oof. And apparently in one of the earlier movies in the in the Marvel sequence, um, he mentions a wife. And people have thought of that as a dangling plot thread for some time. And maybe it was just an offhand lie at the time, or maybe it's this wife. I you forget. Know where? I think it was in Winter Soldier. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I can find the or I'll I'll send it to you. And if we've deemed it interesting enough, we can bring it up next week. I am hoping for a sequence because they are doing flashbacks. I'm hoping for a sequence where they show us Fury responding to the blip. Because uh, mm. you know, one of the big plot points here is that he disappeared. Uh, he was he was unable to process it correctly. Maybe I'm not 100 percent sure yeah. what effect it had on him that he yeah. went and disappeared, and then as soon as he came back, he went up to space. Yeah. So I, I would like to them to delve into that a little bit more. I would like an answer to that, and I think it would give um, Samuel L. Jackson some meat to to work with. You know, I mean, I don't know that this is where they'll go, but just a man who has. Uh, striven for and felt some comfort in his great measure of control. Yeah. Being confronted with something that there was no way for him to prevent, everything that he worked for meant nothing in the face of yeah. of this uh, threat is an, is an interesting story point. I don't know that it fits into this story yeah. that they're telling, um, but it certainly is something that it I would, make would a like great to watch. Nick Fury Christmas special. Yes. <laughs> and he sees like five or six ghosts yeah, yeah. and they tell him different seven, things about seven ghosts, you want seven ghosts, seven ghosts. including Jacob Marley yeah, yeah, <laughs> as yeah, one of the ghosts. Yeah. All right. Um, Oh, our moon is in the chat saying better sequels. Godfather two, mm. Captain America two. So oh, our that moon, was Randy's. Uh, Randy, yeah. Randy was the one who came up with um, winter soldier. We, and we all agree. We concur, doctor. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Godfather two also very good. Um, all right. Did you look up something? You're good. Uh, her name is Priscilla. The wife. The wife. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, this article is. Ugh, he may not know. Like, I don't yeah, think yeah. like that's not. Sometimes I think they some people are given a thing that they need to write about, and then they yeah, find something that they can about. say. I, I did it myself in high school many, many times. I would be absolutely like I think that was just for the audience. I would be straight fucking shocked if that's a plot point that he doesn't know his wife is a yeah. scroll. Yeah. Like. Yeah. He literally shared a scene with her as a scroll earlier yeah, in the show. She was relaxedly in their kitchen. I I agree. That yeah. was them just, oh, remember, he's in with the scrolls. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, guys. Um, everybody watching, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. And tell us what you think of Secret Invasion, the comic book, and the TV show. Oh, and the, the miniseries uh, with the same name that came out by Ryan North uh, last year. It was really good. Yeah. Oh right, there was another secret invasion. Yeah. Tell us about that miniseries. It was a Maria Hill uh, starring joint. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Hey yeah, you guys, hey. there is a, there was a bit of news that I'm very excited about. Oh, that's right. Oh. The casting. The casting. Wait, the casting. Yes. Should, wait, should we wait for Randy? We should probably wait for Randy. All right. Uh, uh, next week we're going to talk about the casting of Superman and Lois Lane that I'm super into. Yeah. I'm in super into half of it. Super into all of it. I think yeah. it's great. I don't know who that is. I'm, I don't care. It's great. I'm okay. already yeah. super into half of it, and what I've seen of the other half is like, I'm super into that. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we will talk at you later. Get it.
Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.